Welcome back to Miserable Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things of South. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. And be sure to give us five stars, no less, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and click the subscribe button while you're at it. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions, any comments, anything you just want to say to us, there is a link in the description of this podcast that says click here to leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. We'll respond to you next week. And while you're at it, check out the website, miserable-reckless.com for block content merch. All right, as always, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ryan, start it off. All right. Um, well, I got a couple of places I can go with it, so I'm just going to keep it very simple. Um, the good, I have a regular good, bad, and the ugly. Um, good was over the past weekend. I, I I think I alluded to it last weekend, or at least when we were doing our pick'em. But I got the chance to go for the first time up to Penn State to see a game up at Penn State. Um, I guess we can call it a game loosely. Two teams kicked off. Uh, one to the other, uh, there was a Brown football. Uh, at, at, <laughs> least it looked, at least it looked like a football. The field was painted appropriately. There was people wearing the appropriate colors. Um, close enough to a game. Uh, once the kickoff happened, that was the end of the game. And uh, we all had a wonderful time at Penn State, uh, regardless of the outcome of the score. Um, they played Delaware, if you want to call it. Again, loosely putting a term play in there. And uh, – uh, long story short is uh, Penn State definitely covered. <laughs> Not <laughs> even <laughs> probably in the first half. And uh, no, I I had a great time. Uh, I'd never been. I don't know why. I just I hadn't been. And uh, I texted these guys a little bit, but I, I surprisingly enjoyed myself. I, I I thought that it would be a really cool experience, and it was definitely a bucket list thing for me to go to. But um, having been to Ohio State, LSU, Texas, some other schools. Penn State, I must say, this isn't recency bias. Penn State's got it going on. Penn State's a pretty good time. They've got a great downtown. Um, and by great downtown, I mean uh, it's roughly the size of downtown Wilmington. Um, there's a lot to do. Uh, there's a lot of streets. Um, apparently, Penn State, uh, they remind me a little of St. Louis. Uh, apparently their favorite pastime if you're a co-ed or a student is to go stand in a line outside of mind you <laughs> outside of a bar not nah, these kids must all pre-game or, or be on some sort of drug i don't know about because i can tell you that my friend group in college would not have stood in lines for hours um most of these kids i guess their their new drug these days is called their phone um because that's what all of them were doing um so uh just standing in line on their phones these places must have been hopping I can assure you that me and my wife uh, were not interested in in the, in the lines, um, but we did get a chance to go to uh, two of the more bigger establishments. Uh, one is called First, but that's not how it's spelled. It's almost spelled like Frist, like with a PH and a Y. Uh, it's basically Animal House. I mean, legitimately, I would encourage if if you care about dive bars, if you care about college football, and if you care about established traditions. Um, and I'm not talking about the uniforms for Penn State. Uh, go check this bar out. If you go to their about um, page on the website, they'll list all their traditions. They've got traditions with mugs and going on and on and on about it. It was really cool. It was a really legit place. I would recommend it to anyone if you're in the area. It's, it's probably not worth getting on a flight 
to go to Penn State, but if you're within driving distance and you want to make a weekend of it, I would absolutely recommend that you go do it. There's plenty for you to do. And we really enjoyed not only the Penn State fans, but the Delaware fans as well. And it was a, it was a good time. We got to tailgate. My brother-in-law uh, set up his whole spread. He was number two in line uh, for the field when it opened up. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. We were next to the Catholic kids. Uh, for like the Catholic student organization. I didn't realize that. I stupidly asked them what the Vatican City flag was for on their car. Um, they politely. <laughs> what team is that? I knew it was Vatican City. I just that's, didn't that's know. Why they were, team. I, I, didn't know why, I didn't know why they were displaying a Vatican City flag. It seemed like an odd choice at a Penn State-Delaware game. But did, like, did you, are you sure you you're not supposed to be at the Notre Dame game? Yeah, <laughs> South Bend. They were supposed to be in South Bend, right? Yeah, so so that was my good. I could go uh, if you want an off the beat place in Penn State. I think people know about this place, but it's called the Brewery, and it was described online as literally. This is how it was described: the brewery is a shithole. It's not a shithole. It's actually a wonderful bar. My wife, when she walked in, it was like this place reminds me of something at Wrightsville Beach, and I'm like, she gets it. <laughs> so we had a good time there. Um, Saw a cool band. So that's that. Uh, that was my good, uh, my bad. There's a variety of different places I can go here. Um, I, Dustin, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, but uh, the Myrtle Beach ad this week, that was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> hey, I wasn't, hey. but go, so go ahead. <laughs> I'll keep it in coastal, uh, coastal North Carolina or coastal Carolina then. Um, there's two things that I saw this week that were reminiscent just of, of, of good humor. The first was uh, from the coastal Carolina area. Uh, there is this AI, uh, well, Myrtle Beach, as part of like a marketing thing, decided that they're going to have AI do an ad. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Um, I think they actually did have AI do their ad, and it is just as bad as you'd think. Dustin sent it out to us. It's got like, I, I don't even know. It, it, as in it. As an example, it was like show a family like enjoying the beach and yeah. there's like a photo and uh, or like being able to enjoy, you know, all the things or whatever. And so basically it was like a family in like denim yes, <laughs> on the beach and with like water splash marks on the photo. So they weren't real. They're just like fake splash marks. And they were just like, oh, great. Thanks, AI. So like these new denim outfits you know you can go enjoy you know your crab legs and then go to the pavilion and then go to the just jump in the water that's great <laughs> and then they renamed myrtle beach to Mittery best yeah they had a logo that ai had created for him and for some reason as opposed to saying myrtle beach it said Mittery best which they then <laughs> chose to use throughout the remainder of their explanation of why their AI campaign was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And why they could fire their marketing firm now. <laughs> the best part of I figured that would have just been a showing kids going to a family going to a wings, a putt putt and a golf store. <laughs> That's the not even best part was, <laughs> the best part was when they showed all three, all three of them on, on every damn street light. <laughs> The best part was when they showed one of the uh, placements. They decided the AI decided for a billboard. It said, "We only realized we were only serving half the community at Mittery Best because we the, the AI decided we needed to put a billboard under the sea. There's lots of uh, <laughs> uh, marine life that we have not been marketing to." 
They also put one on the moon, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because nothing screams Myrtle Beach quite like uh, a Myrtle Beach billboard quite like one on the moon, which thank goodness they're marketing to the entire universe. Take that marketing team who only markets on this planet. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'll leave my comments about AI and all that stuff to myself, but I appreciated the the send around of Myrtle Beach and keeping it close to the coastal area for my continued bad. Um, I was watching HGTV just in the background earlier and I... I turned the volume up because I was like, these people have to be from Carolina and they got to be like, they got to be punking their friends who know that they're going to be on TV because if they weren't, they went out of their way to be as North Carolina as possible on house hunters or whatever it was. They, they talked about mama and daddy being close to them. Uh, they did the, uh, the guy pretended to, uh, he was wearing a Pinehurst hat and pretended to do his putt putt and his chip. Uh, that was the only thing he cared about in the kitchen was whether or not he could chip and putt from the kitchen. Um, when they walked out, he said that should be big enough for his for his John boat. Um, when he's looking at <laughs> huge ass, <laughs> it was absurd. I wish you could see it. It was absurd to like see like this. This uh, they were they were by the way they were looking at uh, Ocean Isle houses in Ocean Isle. Um, then they asked if uh, the lady if. Uh, uh, what did they say? If, if they could go, if there was any good calabash places around, <laughs> cool. and then um, what, what was actually other? pretty close to calabash in Ocean <laughs> right? And then uh, they uh, oh, and and then when um, they were going to uh, tour one of the houses, the realtor said something you know just casual like, "Oh, don't you guys look nice tonight or like today or whatever?" And the guy said, "Well, I'm wearing gray in my Sunday best." <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my gosh like are you just playing bingo like are your friends just playing like north carolina bingo like what is going on <laughs> uh, and the accents were perfect the woman's rubbing her hands you know across the kitchen while the guy's practicing his chip you know her little son <laughs> i just thought it was funny uh definitely bad uh it was good tv though morgan good the bad and the ugly all right i got a good great and awesome um so my good is the puppy has finally adjusted to uh, life here and is not having to go out every so often throughout the night, meaning my ass is up all throughout the night taking a dog outside to go potty. So it's kind of nice to be able to finally get back to sleeping again. Um, <laughs> Just sleeping. <laughs> which, is, which is amazing. Uh um let's see here my uh uh i mean it's not been all too bad you know he's um he's doing really good he hasn't had any accidents you know inside the house in a little while now knock on knock on something i think there's wood under this fabric let's knock on that (laughs) (laughs) um let's see my great is we uh what was I gonna say I'm sorry I'm having a brain fart here and you can you can cut this out but um still catching up on the sleep yeah I had it written down and I'm sorry um dog ate his homework yes that is correct <laughs> it's 
just had it in my damn head. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what's going on with that one. I was go great. My grade is uh, Bridget is pretty much oying wearing a pull up at night right now. She is going potty every day on the potty. She's going on her own, going to the bathroom, going and doing her thing, coming out all grinning ear to ear. It's like, ah, potty, not potty. So, awesome. yeah, it's amazing. Diapers are done in this house. Yeah. Until I'm 70 something with bladder problems. But, you know. <laughs> that day's coming. <laughs> uh. And um, hell, I'll change my awesome to ugly because I can't remember my awesome. I apologize. I had it written down and I can't find it. Um, Virginia Tech's offensive line is garbage. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Complete, utter garbage. I think they've mustered not even 100 yards rushing in two games. Um, it's just atrocious for, for, for a team that it was known for having an amazing run game. Um, for like 20 plus years. It's like, if anything, you knew they're going to muster like a really good runoff. And so I'm disappointed in that. I'm hoping it's just, yeah, personnel, maybe, I guess, uh, the years are still trying to clean up my mess from a different regime that couldn't recruit a fucking, you know, I promise I wouldn't go into that, that part of the, text history ever again so we're gonna leave it at that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> all right dustin good the bad and the ugly <laughs> um as long as you don't speak the name that shall not be spoken you can talk about whatever you want um i'm gonna start with the bad i promise i won't make this a recurring segment but this is back-to-back weeks here and i thought you might get a chuckle um just a couple of days ago, I re- I had I went returned to the store to return some strawberries again. Um, <laughs> so my wife had gone to Target on like Sunday night and bought some stuff, bought some strawberry. Uh, it was a pretty big pack. Guess didn't you know you can only check them so well. I go to use them on Monday for our daughter. Mold growing all on them. And I was like, this shall not stand. Took them to Target the next day. And you know what? Super easy process. Target's awesome. They they are notorious for their like easy return policy. The lady was like super helpful and nice and just like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, like making sure it went smoothly. Uh, but I just thought y'all might get a chuckle. But once again, I was standing in line at the store being like, these strawberries have mold and I want my money back. So it's two weeks in a row. Two. <laughs> Don't even get me started with Target. Go in there, you get five things and you pay $200. Well, yeah. I saw literally a commercial and I thought of you this week. There's a commercial for Harris Teeter and they were. <laughs> Only talking about how fresh their stuff was. And I was like, <laughs> that's lies. And AI is listening way too much to my phone. Way <laughs> too much to my phone. I'm not going to point out the fact that Target, I believe, was founded in the Midwest. Pretty sure it was founded in Minnesota. Because that would be a black eye to the South if 
somehow the Midwest has a better situation with their returns of moldy fruit going on in the South. That's all I'm going to say. Well, it would be an accurate statement. So, unfortunately, yeah, I, whatever. I, I was in Harris Teeter the other day trying to get some apples for Brody. Every single one of the Honeycrisp apples, half half the side of it was like, well, me you know, just like bruised and welted and just like you touch it. It's like mushy. I'm like, who and who's and someone's job is to walk through the produce and make yeah. sure everything looks right. Get rid of the garbage that is obviously bad. And he's like, he was looking at it like, and he looked down the road, like all the other fruit. And he was like, you could point like 20 or 30 pieces of fruit on in each fruit section. Is like, this should be in the trash. Like, yeah. why is it even out? When, when the very hungry caterpillar is crawling out of it, that's when it's time to go. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I just thought you might get a nice little chuckle out of that. Uh, okay. Ugly is uh so as i sit here with you fellas i'm missing the season premiere southern charm which is very important and uh it's i'm not i'm gonna have to watch it on demand i have to avoid spoilers it's it's a whole mess um on my bachelor trip we were hanging out right next to one of the stars of the show like just you're gonna make me wait till tomorrow. First of all, I'm gonna have to avoid the spoilers. I'm gonna have to watch it on demand. What a what a mess! Because I'm sitting here with you fellas. So I think that's ugly. My my last thing is a right. Avoid on. this. Avoid the spoilers on all the social media that you're not on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know what I do day in and day out. I, <laughs> maybe I'm on social media all the time, and I just tell you all I don't know. I firmly believe Dustin has a group text about Southern Charm where they're going to be twittering <laughs> back and forth about all of you. I firmly it's just, it's just me and Brett. Um, I don't know what would be text. worse, though, if, if you were secretly on social media all the time or if you were secretly on social media and your algorithm gave you Southern Charm news. Well, if I was if I was on social media all the time, then I would want the Southern Charm news. I would I would want to know what's going on with those those ladies and dudes. So, just saying, we we spend a most of our TV watching habits are not meaningful television. Let's just put it that way. We can t- we can use that as a segment one week, and we can talk about what we all spend our time on. Uh, last thing is a right on for. For us, you know, last week we talked about uh, Jimmy Buffett. Was it last week? A couple weeks ago? That's I don't know. All, all the times run together. But this morning, thanks, Angle, I was listening to the Jimmy Buffett uh, XM station. And uh, as I was driving downtown to, to my office, they were playing a show or one of his concerts that he played in Key West from earlier this year. It was like February. And uh, it was great because he was like really getting into like stories and like really telling like stuff. And he played, he wasn't playing cheeseburger in paradise. He was playing, you know, like a lot of like the first five or six albums uh, that he made, which were primarily either Nashville or Key West based stuff. So it was just kind of a, uh, a lot of it tracked to what we talked about, which was great. But one thing that stood out, uh, he was kind of making fun of country uh, music. He he was like, in the old days, 
you know, we walked, talked about uh, divorce and love and, you know, like people, situations and stuff, you know, it was about people. It's like, now it's about trucks. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, so, you know, like, I don't know how that happened, but, you know, and he's like, but then somewhere along the way, he's like, you know, they wouldn't put out my record about the beach. <clears throat> he's like, but then somewhere along the way, they discovered the beach. He's like, huh? Wonder where that came from. <laughs> he was he's just like, oh, all right. Oh, he's like, I guess imitation and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a funny little moment of him kind of riffing on some of what we talked about last week. And uh I was chuckling being like, You're the man, Jimmy. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, that's a that was a right on for us and it'll forever be missed, but at least we have all those those hits and fun stories to listen to to reminisce on. You know, we were scolded for not putting together a Jimmy Buffett playlist yet. So I have mine ready, but I'm gonna need uh I'm gonna need you guys can call you out Please. again live. <laughs> I'm gonna need you <laughs> live to tape. <laughs> uh, all right. I know, I know. <laughs> all right, so Start with the bad. Um, NC State's offense sucks again. It's Brennan Armstrong sucks. <clears throat> he he's so slow going through his progressions. He'll look like a monster this weekend against VMI. But <clears throat> I just I don't. I'm already out on their <laughs> Brennan Armstrong experiment. They, I'm ready to move on to MJ Morris because our our top performers and skill positions right now are the fresh true freshmen, anyways. Let's just go with the sophomore quarterback on a youth movement on the offensive side of the ball. <clears throat> my uh, good, as I mentioned, we're playing VMI this weekend. So I get to go to my first game of the year because of Jordan's wedding last weekend. Uh, I had to miss the state Notre Dame game. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I was telling a couple people this week that it almost, to me, feels like college football hasn't even really started yet. Like the season isn't real yet because it's been a long time since I've gotten all the way to week three and I haven't been to a game yet. Uh, I've missed like four NC state home games in 11 seasons. The, the fact that I haven't been to one yet this far into the year is <laughs> it, it just doesn't even feel real. <clears throat> and then <laughs> last kind of funny, but also uh, as I like to say, NC state shit is around every corner rears its ugly head at any, any time state Notre Dame played the other week and the game aside, you know how well they were playing before the two hour lightning delay. Well, the game went on two hour lightning delay. We have a $15 million brand new monstrosity of a scoreboard. That is awesome. That everybody was so hype about this upcoming year. First week we get to use it during the lightning delay. It gets struck by lightning and uh, about a quarter of the panels have to be replaced now. You can't make this stuff up. It's a real thing. NC State shit is around every corner, under every rock, hiding out in every bush, <laughs> even when it comes to Mother Nature. So that's my kind of funny, but it just reinforces we're a snake-bitten program. I don't know what y'all did. I guess it was that 83 championship. <laughs> that was the – y'all traded – Eternity for one title. That was a bad deal. 
<laughs> really though, especially considering they had just won one nine years earlier. It wasn't like they had never won one. <laughs> Logan, why don't you tell your fun story about how you bought an antique this week? Uh, I did buy an antique this week. Just today, actually, I bought two uh, old soda cans from 1983. They they're empty, but they had they came out in commemoration that year for the 1983 national champion NC State Wolfpack. Um, some red cola is what it was called. I've seen the cans. A couple of my friends have some ran across two cans for three bucks a piece, uh, only a little bit of rust, but I was like, you know what? This will look nice in my new apartment at the end of the month. So I, I shelled out the six bucks plus tax, uh, in the antique section and bought two 1983 <laughs> national championship NC state basketball, uh, soda cans. Um, but as Ryan so astutely pointed out, uh, before we started recording, that our last national championship is now in the antique section. <laughs> eleven years prior to your birth. <laughs> yep, and that's what I said. I was like, it's eleven <laughs> years before I was even born. Must have pissed off someone. Maybe it's the guy who made the Sky Caravan book. Maybe it's him. <laughs> he's he's literally striking your uh, your bulletin or whatever bulletin board. Same difference. It works about the same as a bulletin board now. I don't know if you if you listen to social media and Carolina fans, you act like the NCAA has a vendetta against them this week. Oh yeah, well we've already discussed that on the group text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan, let's jump into the uh, week three pick'em. All right. Well, let's start off with the records, and we'll we'll start with the last place and go to first place. So in last place at five and six, we have Ryan. And then tied, well, really not tied. We'll just, we'll just say Dustin's in third because his team is better. Um, it's Dustin <laughs> at five and six. Wait a second. There's a first and a last here. Two of us have the same record as two of the other people. <laughs> I don't make up the rules here. I just do what I'm told. He's just reading Your the transcript. Laugh. Duke is above. Duke is as better as above UNC. Duke is putting up more points against their opponents than Carolina is. I mean, they're giving up less points here. I can go on here. Um, <laughs> I know you don't want me to, so leave it that. Don't worry. Basketball season is around the corner. I can go on here. Yeah, but um, if it's anything like last year, they might be waiting for lacrosse season. <laughs> well, I was waiting for women's lacrosse season. You're right. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd take a championship in table tennis at this point. Um, Logan, <laughs> Logan's at seven and four, and I'm at seven and four as well. Um. With that said, let's jump right into the games of the week. Titled Honey Baked Ham Pick of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason for it. (laughs) All right. On Friday night on FS1, and this is the reason why this game is on Friday night on FS1, I think a high school football game would be much more entertaining than watching these two lackluster programs with horrible fan bases and shitty stadiums playing. Virginia <laughs> at Maryland. Ooh, that's a fun one right there. I'd, ra- I'd rather watch the pain right in my house, depending, but somebody has to watch it. 
Um, won't be me. Uh, Logan, what are you thinking? Well, anytime I see Maryland listed in anything, all I can say is, is NC State fans have one thing we can say. At least we're not those guys. But I'll yeah. give them the win this week because Virginia sucks. Terps will, Terps will win this one. Yeah, in football, they went from one basement to another one. So congratulations. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting a little bit more. He's getting a lot more money to be in the basement now. They're just a rich loser. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. They got cool helmets, right? Or so they tell us, like their flag. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any state shove their flag in someone's face as much as Maryland does. Um, Florida Brunch. What? <laughs> uh, Angle, what are you thinking? Hawaii is probably on top of that uh, podium as well. Um, you got to go to Hawaii to see it, but they get real angry if, if you display it in the wrong place. Um, well, my notes here say that even though it's the honey baked ham pick of the week, I believe you can only get spiral hams. The special ones in Virginia, and because seven three sixty five, whatever, pretty much whatever you want. Um, so I, uh, for that reason, um, just the convenience of the hams. Because um, look, there's no reason to pick this game for real. Um, no, no, there's not. The fact that it's what one of four ACC versus uh, Big Ten games, I've already given you my opinions. It sounds like that uh, ACC is losing out on how effectively they um, return their moldy fruit. So I think we need to win one back for the South here. All right. <laughs> we can take one away from the Midwest. And I think Virginia, who actually, in all dead honestness, really gave a hell of an effort last week um, in, a, in, a, in a really rough loss. Um, can, can you, hold on, hold on. Let the audience know who they gave a really good game against to. They were honoring. Oh, just, say it, just say the name. I don't remember. <laughs> J, J, JMU. So that, that doesn't Madison count. University. Your, your, your argument is does not count here on this one. The only reason I was saying it. They should have beat JMU into the ground, and they did not. I get it. I was trying to give a little. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it was an emotional week for the players. They still uh-huh. didn't win, which leads me to but they lost by one point, which leads me to believe that they've kind of got a they're either gonna now potentially potentially go over or maybe they could steal a couple ones and this seems to be maybe like one that they can steal. Um Growing up in the Maryland area, I do not understand why the Terrapins cannot get anybody practically of talent out of this area with the exception of the, the Diggs uh, boys. So I'm sure you come at me, Maryland fans, with all the other wonderful recruits that you've had. Okay. Over. But, Would you want to play at College Park? No. <laughs> no. That's why, nobody, that's why nobody from Maryland wants to I don't to want play. to go to College Park for a game either. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm kids look at the stadium and the stadium atmosphere when they're picking their schools they're gonna go to. I mean, they got a, they got a decent amount of money. I just the the, the talent in uh, this area. All the free Under Armour in the world would not make me want to play at at College Park. Sorry. I, I'm picking the Wahoos. Okay. For the ham and for the for 
Damn it, guys. Win, win one. Win one this year. I don't think they're winning one for the Gipper on this one, but anyway, uh, Dustin. Uh, the best part about this is that we talked about all the beautiful, wonderful honey baked spiral cut hams that are available in the Commonwealth of Virginia, coast to coast, up and down all the time. Um, and they're delicious too. You got to yeah. get one. Um, this game sucks. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know how to put it. College Park isn't fun or nice. Um, re- some, somebody said this week, and I, I think that it's accurate. I forget where I was listening to. They were talking about Virginia and Boston College, too. They were like, yeah, they're kind of like Louisville and I forget who they said in basketball last year. It's like the bottom of the league is in football this year. It's like real, real real bad so for that reason for just how bad Virginia I think probably is and we're seeing it play out you got got to go with Maryland but not because I want to yeah um, I'm not going against the Wahoos because I hate the Wahoos I'm going against the Wahoos because they're horrible and I think the Terps defense will allow them to win three nothing probably. <laughs> three on a Friday night in College Park. And then they will show the whole world why nobody wants to watch either one of their teams on national TV. <laughs> so. you want well, there you go. If you want a bar to go to in College Park as opposed to going to uh, the actual game. You can just drive to Looney's instead. That's like reasonable atmosphere. So there's yeah, two, it's not bad. There you go. There's two Big Ten bars I gave you. If failing that, just go to Alito Pizza. They'll have it on. True. <laughs> I like Alito Pizza. I'm Alito advocate. So that's a that's a Maryland pizza, Maryland area pizza. For those that don't know, I'm pretty. If they're not the, if they're not the main sponsor besides Under Armour of Maryland, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I I watched my first Maryland game three years last weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Condolence. That's um, yeah. Um, if next if Maryland yeah. if Maryland Twitter got a hold of this and they listened to the, that segment, they'd be like, "This is why we left the ACC." <laughs> <laughs> don't and don't they I, know we're better than them? <laughs> and we respond with, "This is why we let you leave the ACC." You know, it's funny. The reason why I watched the Maryland game this this is this is the best part. The reason why I watched the Maryland game is because I knew that one of the kids that was playing uh, was was from the area. So, oh all, God, don't get into that again. For all I just said about them not taking kids out of the area, I don't know if this guy's going to be talented or not. He's a young kid, but uh, he's got his whole career ahead of him to transfer school seven times. Oh, wait, he can't do that. But uh... <laughs> I, I briefly saw the scores on my phone for like the ESPN app on games going across, and I saw that Maryland at one point was actually losing to Charlotte, and I chuckled. It was a, it was a close one there that eked it out. Charlotte, 
just because we had to say the name of the school that Virginia lost to. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, next up, we got number 14 LSU playing at Mississippi State. So I'm sure good old Southern boy Brian Kelly will try and bring his A game and um, rally the troops and get his win. Um, it should be a, a decent game to watch, I guess. It's at noon, which I'm surprised that was at noon, but um, I'm going to take LSU not by much, but I'm going to take them. Dustin? I mean, I don't know nothing about neither of these. Yeah. Uh, other than the fact that LSU got their ass whooped by Florida State. And I, think, I don't think either of them's really played anybody, right? So, what do you what do you know? Uh, for we've talked about Jimmy Buffett two weeks in a row. Jimmy's a man, love him. Mike Leach is another man that we miss. Mm-hmm. He was a pirate. Jimmy Buffett sings about pirates. It's in the land of Mike Leach. Give me Mississippi State. They're not the pirates, but I'm gonna say go pirates. Leach. You know what, man? You just inspired me on something here. I usually don't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna flip my I'm gonna flip my answer to Mississippi State as well. Up until kick, you can change it back if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh Angle, how you feeling? Um, so I was gonna go with Mississippi State for one reason, even before you guys started talking. Uh, the line for this game is LSU right now, based on what I saw earlier, by nine and a half. The game's at noon. It's at Mississippi State in uh, Stark Vegas, as they would refer to it. Uh, LSU has no home field advantage. They definitely got whooped. That's the only way to say it. Um, they definitely did play somebody. <laughs> they played Florida State, and it was about as close as that Penn State-Delaware game. Would you uh, say they played them, though? <laughs> no. Um, no, they, they they took the bus there and showed up to the locker room. That was about it. I get that their pride is hurt, but um, I uh, I don't know. They didn't they didn't show up, and I get that they're that they're dropped in the rankings because we don't like to take teams you know that have been preemptively ranked and just drop them out unless they're wearing baby blue. But um, I uh, I um, I think Zach Arnett is doing a good job. He's got the team two and zero so far. And uh, that's the interim coach that stepped in for Leach. And even some of his, uh, maybe this is my all-emotion picks this, uh, this week with the Wahoos and, and uh, State. But I, I think that Zach Arnett has done a good job. He coached him in the bowl game last year, and, and he's already got him off to a fast start. So let's see. Let's see what they can do, especially at home at noon. I'm going with the Bulldogs, the Pirates. Right. <clears throat> uh, Logan, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that the SEC is probably glad to get out of Power 5 non-conference play because they finally sacked up this year and played the other Power 5 schools sometimes on the road, and they went a th- uh, record of 3-6 and six against the other Power 5 conferences this year with two of their wins being against Arizona and Cal. Uh, so I'm sure that the Tigers and the, and the Bulldogs are happy to be back into the friendly confines of the easy SEC. Um, so, but as far as this matchup goes, one yawn, but I reckon I'll go with LSU because I think they're more talented than Mississippi State. And might we note, since none of us put it in our good, bad, the ugly, the ACC was four and one against the SEC this year. Four. 
another one coming up. Got another um, barn burner here. Uh, yawn, yawn fest. We got Virginia Tech at Rutgers. And it's odd because it's at 3.30 and usually the conference of Rutgers is like noon ESPN right after college game day. But for right. 10 a.m. on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big um, noon kickoff. Doesn't the whole conference kick off at big noon? Isn't that what the marketing is all about? Now when they stretch from C to sign C. <laughs> they can't all kick off at noon, can they? <laughs> the um the everyone's predicting Rutgers to win this one. Um after the way Tex played the last two weeks, I don't I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um truly I'm not surprised. I have no idea. I mean, I think um right now Grant Wells is is picked to be the starter. For this game, which I'm surprised at that they didn't just bench his ass yet, but I guess you can't do that after two games. But I expect to see Jones playing a lot more in this game. Um, hopefully, the offensive line finds some kind of um, finds some kind of system that works and starts opening up the holes for a run game because they can't do that. We're going to lose this game by quite a bit, probably. But I, I think Tech wants to, to jump back into the win column after last week's game that they should have had a home game you know, that they lost. Um, so I'm going to take Tech on the road. Uh, Dustin? Oof. Um, I've been pretty high on the Hokies trying to be you know, happy and cheering them on and all that. I've been pretty downer on the the, the Rutgers University. Isn't that how that works in the Big Ten? They're all the whatever. The yeah. Rutgers University um, <laughs> over the years. But Tech's not showing me a lot. I'm a little worried uh-huh. about how this one's going to turn out. So uh, you're going to force me to pick the conference with the Rutgers on this one. I hear you, man. Angle? All right. So we already had one ACC Big Ten matchup, Virginia at Maryland. We've got three others that we're picking this week. There's a reason why. It's not because I knew Dustin was going to talk about moldy fruit. It's because we've crowed a lot over the past couple of weeks about the ACC and they're beating up on the SEC. Look, here's the deal, guys. These matchups are against Maryland, Rutgers, Minnesota, and Northwestern. Uh, none of these teams are ranked. There's probably a reason. We've heard for a while that the Big Ten is top-heavy, so I'm going to save everyone a lot of time on the next couple of picks. I'm going straight ACC because I think the SEC is a better conference. And I'm not just saying that to be funny. I mean, like, Virginia Tech at Rutgers, shouldn't Virginia Tech wipe its ass literally with Rutgers? I mean, everybody else does. It's New Jersey. And 10, 10 years ago, we would have. Well, yeah. I, hey, you're look, here's the deal. I'm not taking shots at New Jersey, although I kind of am. Hey, if you recruit people out of 757, I, talent, I expect that talent to be, to be better than the talent in Jersey. Just like I expect the talent in Carolina to be better than Minnesota, and I expect the talent at, in North Carolina again. To potentially be able to outplay Northwestern, so I mean, I'm just, I'm going straight ACC. I think it's a big week, and I think the conference is probably a little pissed off to be here. And other teams start barking a little bit, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll look like a fool next week. I'll I'll own it, but 
But I say they go 4 0 this week. The conference. I'm taking the Hokies. All right, Logan. I'm pulling for the Hokies, but <clears throat> I'm staying consistent with my pick from when we had uh, some Virginia Tech podcasters on tailgate season. I've just been saying it for a while, and I, I don't take pride in saying this, regardless of what Kenshin likes to say on the on that show. I'm pulling for Virginia Tech. I like Virginia Tech. I, I, I the culture, the the fan base. You know, I respect them. This ain't the year for Virginia Tech. I picked Rutgers on the preview show. Sticking with it this week. Uh, got Rutgers winning at home. Unfortunately, another Big Ten win over the ACC. All right. Next up, Minnesota at Carolina. Is this a college game or NFL game? (laughs) 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 Well, regardless, either one is very few people will be at the stadium. So, (laughs) kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. There'll be people at the stadium because they got something to do while they wait for to get their get in line for tickets for the basketball season. <laughs> uh, uh, Angle, I'll let you go first on this one, man. Uh, yeah, Carolina's ranked one spot higher than Duke this week, <clears throat> so um, I think Carolina will take care of PJ Fleck and the Roller Boat guys. This one's an interesting one for me because of. Absolutely nothing has anything to do with this podcast, but my family uh, has has connections to both schools, and I've been eyeing this one for a little bit. They don't usually play each other. Um, my grandmother and and a variety of other people on my mom's side of the family uh, uh, have been following. She's not with us anymore. It hasn't been for quite some time, but still kind of keep an eye on uh, Minnesota. I think I've talked about Row the Boat on here before. It's an interesting thing that he's got going on i just i it's a little like the passenger face shield thing where i'm like okay that's cute like you're you know you're you're playing in a real conference right so <laughs> so uh passenger in the acc i kind of hope pj fleck keeps it going if you tune into the game and you're like why is this guy wearing a suit on the sidelines that's what he does he wears a tie it's part of the part of the shtick all right so he's not just doing it for you know to fit in with the chapel hill kids but um, I think Carolina will will take care of business. I already gave you my shtick on the ACC. Also, Vegas thinks so too. The line is Carolina by seven and a half. Yeah, I think Carolina will take care of business at home as well. Um, regardless of the uh, the rowdy crowd. <laughs> Dustin. Um I mean, trust me, I want badly to to row the boat. I'll be cheering for the boat to be rowed. Row, rowed? Will it be rowed or something? I don't know. I don't so I ain't worried about all words. that. Funny words, just words. Anyway, but the point is I'm not betting against Craig May against Minnesota. So sorry. I gotta do it. I gotta pick Carolina. And if we all pick Carolina, maybe we'll curse them and they'll lose. Curse them Eric the Red or some sort of Viking juju. <laughs> all 
right. On to the biggest Carolina fan I know. Logan's got to be. Logan. Yeah, the biggest Carolina fan Morgan does. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is just another step along the way for Carolina's 11-1 season. It's like Thanos. Morgan gets the reference. It's inevitable. Uh, Carolina and Carolina covers the spread with ease. <laughs> yes, he gets a loss. He didn't pick the game. <laughs> for those okay. the I wrote him Thanos for Logan's selection. <laughs> I'm impressed, Angle, that you that you are aware of characters' names from the comic book. How can I not be? I have I swim in the slipstream that is all you nerds nowadays. <laughs> Wow. The nerds won the culture war. <laughs> right? Not the only war. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next Big Ten versus ACC game. We got Northwestern and their, uh, no, let's just recall this what it is. Doctors versus doctors. Um, doctor, 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 <laughs> doctor. <laughs> For you, for those of you that don't know that 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 quote, you just are you have a miserable childhood and did not see a funny movie. Um, got Northwestern at Duke. Duke is ranked, and Duke is ranked for a reason. They are a really good team this year. You know they they're picking up where they left off last season. Um, I really like what they're doing there. They got a good good program going on. I think Duke handles Northwestern no problem. Um, so I'm gonna take Duke. And uh, Dustin, I probably should let you go first. This is your team. I'm sorry. Dude, you go ahead. I, you're good. Y'all can all pick. Um, yeah, I mean, Northwestern's, I mean, I don't know how much people pay attention to the conference at Rutgers because most of us don't. But Northwestern has been, uh, had quite the offseason. Um, a lot of allegations thrown around, a lot of stuff, uh, controversy surrounding the program um so it's my from something i was listening to the other day like those guys are just ready to be playing football because so much of their summer was consumed by all the off-field stuff um kind of feel for them a little bit on that front uh but i'm not gonna feel for them on saturday when when duke takes care of business so let's go blue devils all right Angle. Yeah, I'll keep this very simple. Duke is in the ACC. Um, I think uh, last time I checked was this year that Duke beat Clemson. And almost every year since maybe the 40s, regardless of who's coaching who and whatever, um, Duke's, uh, sorry, Clemson's been better than Northwestern at football. So seeing as how Duke did it this year, and Dustin just mentioned all the stuff going on with Northwestern, which isn't ideal. Um, me and Vegas both have the Blue Devils. Uh, Vegas has them by 18 and a half. Which if you're keeping track at home, uh, is 11 and a half points more than the line was for Carolina. <laughs> so clearly Vegas believes in Duke and they do not believe in Carolina, which doesn't make a lot of sense with the rankings. <laughs> Logan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be 
Duke's going to have a cakewalk in this game. This isn't the Northwestern team from a few years ago, and this ain't the Duke team from a few years ago. So Duke has a shot to cover the spread here. I'm still taking Northwestern on the spread, but Duke's got a shot to cover. (laughs) All right. Next up, we got Tennessee at Florida. I see some numbers next to Tennessee's name, but I don't give a rat's sass about that because I don't care if they're ranked or not. Um, uh, you know, it used to be Florida. It used to be the other way around. Florida would be ranked in Tennessee would just be still swimming in their own misery, not trying to figure out why they're not good. Um, I don't know, man. Set the swamp. It's at night. Spawn upset coming. And go Florida. Dustin, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know nothing about nothing when it comes to these cats. Uh, you more or less summed up where I was going to go with it. I mean, it's in the swamp at nighttime. I don't I have no idea whether that will make a difference or not in the end of the day, but I feel like it will. So I'm going with the, the Gators. You don't mess with Gators in the swamp. No, and I mean, at this point with these two teams and where it's at, it's almost like a coin flip too, to be honest. But I mean, hey, wait a minute. Tennessee beat Virginia. That's <laughs> quite the challenge. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Tennessee beat Virginia. A high school team could beat Virginia. <laughs> well, I mean, JMU did. Yeah. So are you guys insinuating that Maryland's a high school team because you are you all picked Maryland to beat Virginia? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so facto. I mean, maybe that's why it's played on Friday night. Maybe they got confused and they thought these were actually two JV teams. <laughs> why it's on Friday night. <laughs> Uh, Logan, what do you think? There's a reason game day is following Dion around for Colorado versus Colorado State. It's because Florida sucks donkey balls this year. Yeah, Tennessee easily in this game. That cat from U- UL Lafayette's in over his head, Napier, in Gainesville. <laughs> it ain't um, the fun belt no more, bro. <laughs> Uh, angle. Florida played Utah, which is a really tough team. Might be a New Year's, well, or whatever they call them now. Whatever. With their backup quarterback, too. Cam yeah. Rising didn't play. Right. Not so good. And then they played McNeese State, who I didn't realize, but we were joking about before the podcast, um, as being like a, a cupcake U or roast beef and M school. So, um, the line has Tennessee by six and a half. That's interesting. Game, game is at the swamp. If Florida's going to get up for a game this year, besides Georgia, you'd think it would be this game, especially because they want to knock off their supposed rivals. Problem is, I think Florida's let the seesaw swing a little too far. And what I mean by that is it's really tough to get keyed up for an opponent if you've beaten them for so long and then Tennessee all of a sudden has flipped and gone the opposite direction on them. 
I just I think Tennessee has the talent to pull this one out. Um, that said, uh, the swamp is an experience, and shout out to uh, to our buddy, at least uh, a guy me and Morgan know, who um, took his kid to his first uh, game last week. Logan, you're right. Napier's in over his head. Uh, that's pretty much the refrain I've heard from every single Gator I've talked to recently. I know a few of them. Tennessee in this one. Be singing Rocky Top. Yeah, they're going to be wearing Tennessee orange for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some other uh, some games. ECU at App State. Um, Not fun to know. Can't sit. Um, State's going to whoop ECU's ass in that one. And Georgia Tech is going to lose at Old Miss at 730. <laughs> <laughs> by, by a lot. Uh, but to be and fair, this, that Georgia Tech team's not as bad as last year's. No. Not by a long shot. What's interesting to me, I found out today that something must have gone down out at Oklahoma State. Spencer Sanders transferred out of OK State to sit the bench and be a backup at Ole Miss this year. Interesting. Kiffin's a uh, charismatic individual. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag come to the sit. <laughs> Keep saying it so we get sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> and the sponsorship could be just bring us to a game so that these guys can uh, yeah, have the experience awesome. they've been they've wanted all their lives. We're gonna hey, be the first long podcast long against long. NIL. <laughs> College Parker Charlottesville. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll I'll take tickets to Charlottesville. I know a place we can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take tickets to Reese Salomon Seat Geek for double the prize. Because I know a lot of those kids' dad there, so. You might lose money on free there. Well, but actually, tonight, so Jordan is down in Florida right now for his honeymoon. And he looked up just to see, for argument's sake, as if he could talk his new wife into doing this on their honeymoon. But, oh. um, he looked up the tickets to the Miami Bethune Cookman game. Tickets were available for one dollar. <laughs> really? I mean, it is a big stadium. Where, where is it at? And at Miami. In Miami. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't fill that out generally, right? So, like no, that don't. game, they're they're not going to fill it out for sure for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big stadium, but it's not a huge stadium. Because I just looked it up, it's not even, it's not, only 9,000 more seats than Carter-Finley. So what's the seat? 65,000. That's it? Yeah. Most NFL stadiums are not as big as like Clemson, FSU, and the SEC. Yeah, or even Conference of Rutgers. Yeah. I'm talking about Big House, Ohio State, they seat Penn State. They see six. Yeah, I mean, some of those are up over a hundred thousand, which is mm-hmm. nuts. I don't even know how that works. How do you get a hundred thousand people in the stadium in an hour? On Saturday, we had a hundred eight thousand people in the stadium. I was in for a Delaware game. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. 
I have a serious question. Yeah. For, for for Miami, all the boosters they have and all the shit they talk about their glory days and how the Orange Bowl was their their shrine of like you know ass whooping, and yet the they still play at Joe Ruby Hard Rock Cafe, uh, you know, whatever, Sunshine, Orange Bowl, whatever you want to call it now. Um, why have they not gotten people together to build a new Orange Bowl? Well, they've gotten, actually, there's one billionaire booster that it's in the in the planning stages right now that he's going to pay for them to have a new stadium. I'm just curious as why it's taking so fucking long. Like, they clearly don't do shit at that stadium. Nobody goes to it. Nobody wants to go to it. Yeah, I mean, it probably has something to do with the the names Al Golden and Randy Shannon being the head coaches for so long. Yeah, wow. <laughs> the best part about this is they're going to spend all this money, and then like something's going to blow up in their face, and uh, right. they'll not get into the conference they want to get into or more likely the prediction that we've made on this program repeatedly media deals are going to get way smaller and everybody's going to have a lot tighter budgets than they thought they were going to have. Um, it, I saw some stuff this week. I, I didn't even send to y'all about uh, the spectrum ESPN fight over cable subscribers. And basically the takeaway was, yeah, ESPN Spectrum worked it out, but like it's getting, it's coming to a, a head, and uh, how much money all these companies are going to actually be able to continue to make from cable. ESPN's losing money on the streaming right now, so they're trying to milk everything they can out of cable as cable subscriberships decline. So what those what those trend lines are telling you is there isn't a pot of gold sitting down at the road in six, 10, 12, 15 years. The pot's getting smaller because they're having a hard time getting people over to the streaming platforms and there's less cable subscribers. So I you know, as a comedian once said, you do the math. It's so. funny you talk about like because they are having to make lots of cutback, right? And the, a lot of talent's been like a. And I was halfway awake. YouTube was on autoplay last night, and it, it the next video that played was a clip from the Dan Lebetard show. You know, he's no longer at ESPN. They're talking about Pat McAfee being like the next guy at ESPN, and he this woke me up because I just started dying laughing. He said with a straight face and had his his team of syncophants around him being like, you're exactly right, Dan. Uh, he said that Pat McAfee, that they all like him and they think he's really good at it, uh, what he's doing. And it's just funny. But the only reason he's in that position is because that was supposed to be Dan Lebetard, but ESPN couldn't handle his left wing politics. I woke up and started <laughs> dying laughing. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> they said McAfee is safe. They, 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 he doesn't talk politics. <laughs> I was like, yeah, ABC and Disney fired you because you're a, you're left-wing politics, not because Pat's way more entertaining. <laughs> or because Pat, could, well, I don't know what the salary difference there is, but I don't know. Connecting the 
Uh, I wondered. I know a little bit of the back of the back road on 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 Levitard and like the situation and stuff like that. So I'm just pondering. I, I don't actually. And the reason why I know it is because he's decent friends with Dan Patrick and he comes on his show a decent bit and they they really kind of dive into the nitty gritty of stuff because they're both former ESPN guys. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but uh, um, and Dan kind of has modeled his show off of. Dan Limitard has modeled his show off of Dan Patrick with the sick offense or whatever you want to call him, you know, standing behind him, bringing the, the guys in to do the show with him. Long story short, I wonder if the Miami price and the, the what I would call maybe the tired personality, right? It's the same reason in politics why certain people, you know, and they run every year and it just gets old after a while. It's like not that they voted any different. It's just new blood or new face or slightly different thing or whatever Pat's got a slightly different thing right he's he's wildly more entertaining up until a point right and then all of a sudden it's like yeah i've seen the pat McAfee show i've seen him do it and then like the next thing happens so just like with any business and this is why it's really been hard for me to watch espn over the last decade because i did the first 30 with espn just like with any business they're just getting more cutthroat and the stuff's just getting more safe honestly and so now at this point, it's like, do I, like at some point, way, way beyond that point for me, but Skip Bayless's shit gets old. He left. <laughs> yeah. And I, when I go to a hotel, I like JJ Reddick as a, as a, I think he has good things to say. When I go to a hotel and I see JJ Reddick on the screen, it's like, let me guess, he's arguing with Stephen A. Smith about something and saying, you're not listening to my point. You know, it's like, Chances are, if you listen to us for 133 episodes, you're like, ooh, gee, let me guess. You know, Morgan's got stuff going on, and Ryan's mad at the HOA, and Dustin's talking recruit. I, we all have our stuff that we get stuck on, right? You know what I mean? So, like, it, it doesn't mean that it's any less entertaining for us or any less interested for us. But if somebody decides you're not interested in it anymore because you've heard it for however long, like, I, that's a long way of saying, like, I think it's fascinating that, like, when you're in that media industry, you have to constantly change. And like, it's fascinating to me that so many people just regurgitate the same hot takes and the same bullshit. Cause it's like, man, like, are you literally just playing the end game for like five years? Cause like, if you are and it's a cash grab, then like, that's, I guess that's great. But like, what are you going to do with the rest of the time of your life? Drink? Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Write a book? <laughs> I, I don't want to read it. <laughs> so. The one thing he did say that it was uh, was funny and not unintentionally funny in that clip was um, he did say that ESPN really did drop the ball because they had McAfee before he started. The, he left to go to Barstool and then he left Barstool and started the Pat McAfee show. They said so that realistically, he goes, they had McAfee and they could have had him doing all this stuff for a 37th of the cost. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's very accurate. Shocking that they don't know how the world turns up there in Connecticut. <laughs> All right. So maybe that should be like a get off our, get off our lawn or get off my lawn segment. And we keep kind of talking about it, but we were going to do one this week, but for those that are paying attention, um, all the way here at the end. First of all, thank you. And second of all, we do have a new segment coming. I know it's been a minute since we did Florida or the field or a song of the month or something, but we've been, we got something else in the, in the works. And then we had the Jimmy Buffett thing and some other stuff that we wanted to get out because it was topical and we had a lot to say on it. So shockingly, I know 
we had a lot to say this week on all the really important matchups um, between <laughs> the NBA and Maryland. <laughs> we got like 10 minutes out of that one. Apparently, a lot of us had a lot to say about that. <laughs> so uh, if we can, what is it? What's that uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel line where he bumps Matt, Matt Damon? Sorry, we ran out of time. so sorry we ran out of time this week but um we will actually get to our get off my lawn segment hopefully next week because it's funny and basically the gist of it is uh if you have something that you think um was better back in the day be that uh espn (laughs) or be that oh i don't know lots and lots of other things yeah a conference that actually played teams that were nearby or fill in the blank. Uh, go ahead and go into the show notes and, 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 and drop us a line or I don't know, Logan, this is your point. <laughs> you should take us home. <laughs> yeah. So let us know some things that, that would be potential get off my lawn segments and you know where to hit us. You can either uh, message us directly or, you know, we would love it if you just use the link in the description that says click here to leave us a voicemail. That's the perfect place to any questions, any comments, or any show suggestions for Get Off My Lawn. Hit us there. We'll respond to you next week. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and smash that subscribe button on your way out. Um, for this episode of Ms. Rolling Reckless, I am Logan Sidney with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. We'll see you next time.